0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of a broke university student trying to tell you about the music publishing business. On today's podcast, we will be discussing what to look out for when signing a contract with a music publisher, the to-dos and the to-don'ts, if you will. (laughs) So let's get started on today's talk. In last episode, we talked about the types of contracts an artist should know about when signing with a music publisher, but we never went into detail about what clauses someone should notice or investigate before they sign. We will be going over a few key clauses a person should check in their contract, no matter what type of contract, and understand what this clause means to figure out what situation works best for them. The first key clause that you should read in a contract is a contract options clause. Other names for this would be a period or term clause. What this section of the contract is about is the duration of your contract and what qualifications you as the signers would have to complete for the contract to remain valid. An example of an option period that would be on a music publisher contract is the number of songs or albums you would have to write to complete that option. A contract option could also be a length of time, such as a year or three years before that option is over. These exist because it allows both the signer and the music publishing company to change the terms of the contract once that option period is up. This could be a higher or more frequent pay for the artist once the first period option is over to convince the artist to stay with that company. Having options in a contract also allows music publishers the ability to cancel the contract with the songwriter or artist if they are not able to meet the quota specified in the first option on the contract. I might have described that a little wordy, but having options on a contract creates almost an incentive program for the signer. It shows that there is potential to earn higher money the longer you keep the contract valid with the publisher, as long as you're able to meet your quotas. Music companies will also put their options the territory which that contract is valid. Well, it used to be individual countries or the term international coverage, Companies have now started putting their territory as galactic or interstellar in their contracts, maybe in hopes of space travel, involving a cool soundtrack in our future. Random fun fact for you there. (laughs) When it comes to signing a publishing contract with someone, a good section to look over is the assignment of rights. An assignment of rights is when one of the parties in the contract assigns over their contractual rights to a third party. What they sign over is completely based off what the contract entails to. In the case of publishing companies, the artist is usually signing over their rights to approve what their music or works are used for. Publishers usually use this right in order to approve music contracts or sync licenses on behalf of the songwriter. If an artist wanted to have control or certain hard limits on what their work is used for, this is the portion of the contract where you would want to pay attention. Stipulations that you can put is that the publisher needs to have written or oral consent to any deals made involving your work. Um, You can also put in a list of situations where your music can't be used, such as a cigarette commercial, uh, political campaigns or ads, or even if you're vegan or vegetarian, Burger King and McDonald's. (laughs) Another important part of the assignment of rights that is worth paying attention to is what the assignment covers. Will this contract be covering any of your previous works created before this contract? Does this contract only cover what you write when you're signed to this publisher? Or is there an extended amount of time after you leave said publisher, potentially, that they are entitled to if you broke the contract? How long do they have control of these rights? Does it need to be checked on and discussed every few years or so, or does the third party have full autonomy and control? Don't be afraid to read the fine print for an assignment of rights because what may seem like a no-brainer could potentially limit you on your voice in what your music is used to promote. The next section on our itinerary of what to look out for in a publishing contract is the duration of rights. While this may seem like an obvious section to look at, most people don't know that the stipulations can be put into this section to harm or to help an artist in their career. Here's the main thing you should keep in mind when deciding on the duration of your contract. Length. How long is this contract valid? Usually, the first duration of a contract is based on how long it takes for an artist to create a certain amount of material or by an annual period so the duration can be anything from five years or until 12 songs are produced or it can be a mixture of these such as two years or 20 songs whichever comes first a song number duration is extremely common with songwriters in the music publishing business keep that in mind a key thing to pay attention to in this section is to make sure that whether it is an amount of songs made or a certain set amount of time, you are comfortable with said duration. That way you don't end up trapped in a contract for 20 plus years because they ask you for an insane amount of songs instead of a three year contract like you were hoping for. I mentioned it advances earlier in the podcast. And this is an important part of a music publishing contract to pay attention to because, you know, it's your money. An advance is a prepaid amount of what the writer will potentially earn in income for royalties. So when money starts coming in from a song that the publishing company is helping push from royalties, this company will collect the equivalent of the advance you received when you signed the contract before you, the owner of the song, receive any royalty payments from it. Advances can be helpful or hurtful to an artist for a multitude of reasons. It can be beneficial to help the artist afford their rent or support them financially while writing their music. Or on the other side of the coin, the advance may be a huge portion of the royalties from your current music that you have no chance of recouping anytime soon. This would lead to the artist or songwriter seeing none of those publishing royalties until that initial advance is paid off. It's important to keep these in mind when you're deciding how much in advance or whether you even want an advance to be set up in your contract. Another important clause that I personally think a person should double check exists in your music publishing contract is a reassignment or an obligation clause. Both of these are very important making sure that you receive the support you were promised with the person that you trust in that publishing company. A reassignment clause is useful for when you sign a deal because you believe in the individual you are signing with, not just the company. How it works is that if a particular person or manager that you signed your contract with suddenly decides to leave that publishing company you wouldn't just automatically be reassigned to a random person at the publisher. Instead, your contract would be up for renegotiation to see if you want to stay with that company instead of being forcefully reassigned, as the clause name suggests. The obligation clause, on the other hand, is there to secure the company's obligation to you and the as the owner of the copyright. If at any point you believe and have proof that the publisher isn't holding up to their end of the contract and promoting your work as agreed, it allows you to terminate the contract. But to enact this clause, you need tangible proof that they mishandled their end of the contract or didn't live up to their predetermined agreements. It's a way to make sure you always have a safety net in place for a potentially bad deal on the off chance things don't work out. If you're still here after all that random legal term thrown in towards the end, I'm glad you stayed and congratulations for sitting through that. (laughs) Entering a contract with a music publisher is a big step and can be very exciting, but you always need to make sure to protect your copyrighted works. Look out for these key issues that I've pointed out to you. Do your research on what a normal publishing contract looks like and hire a lawyer And by lawyer, I mean a professional one, not your cousin that took that one class online in college 10 years ago. Contracts come in many different shapes and sizes, and finding the deal that works best for you and your publisher is the best way to be successful in your music career. Thank you for listening to my podcast of an exhausted college student trying to explain her way through the music publishing world so you don't have to Google it yourself. I shall see you in two weeks when we will talk about the Music Modernization Act for all my American listeners on there. See you next time.